Welcome to my big time podcast name of Pounded in the Mud by my own podcast. I am sorry that I was gone for a while, exploring other timelines with strange and frightening ways. But now I am back for even more important tales of love between buds. So that is my way. After a buckaroo has been gone on his own solo trot for a while, it can be exciting when they come back. Ma'am, I make you want to prance and trot in celebration of this way. And that makes us all say, oh, what a great day to be here proving love together. I will always remember this day that my bud came back and made me hard as rocks. Uh, I will not forget this important day. So then when next year comes around, you think, wow, remember that time I got hard when my bud came back? Well, maybe to remember I should get hard again this year. Nothing weird, just a bud getting riled on his playful memories. And every year you can think on this way. Well, guess what, bud? That's how holidays are made. This is an important time of year when the dang holidays are coming at you fast, like pigs on a biscuit. One day you look at your calendar and think, wow, where did all these important days come from? But they are so fun that I don't actually mind. I kind of wish there were more of them. In this season, there is holiday name of Halloween's, a time when we celebrate monsters as they roam the town and beg for treats. This holiday is a kind way, as it proves that not all monsters are bad. Most of them are kind and almost uh, always much shorter than they seem in the movies. I have seen a Halloween's werewolf, and he was only half as tall as me, and needed a mom and dad to show him around. Not that scary at all, bud. I also saw Captain's America name of Chibs Evans, and he was not wearing his whipped cream uniform. He, he was wearing his American Star uniform, but he was not as strong as in the movies, and that's okay. Just just made uh, author name of Chuck think, wow, movie name of Captain O. Captain, my butt is handsome and his arm is metal, had a good director, because I almost did not recognize this man. Next is Thanks Day, which is when you eat a bird with your family like in the good old days when the neighborhood birds were big as heck, just gobbling down the street trying to peck everyone and steal their eyes. Thankfully, these large birds are not as dangerous as they were. Now folks eat them all the dang time, but not off their name of Chuck, because I'm a vegetable. This means I do not eat meats, only eggs and sauces. And son John's wife, name of Chloe, is a double vegetable. This means that she only eats dirt and roots. 
So for thanks day, we are making a turkey made of mush from the garden. But Chloe says it will be good, and we will see. She's a very good cook, so I believe in this way. After that is Halloween of Hanukkah. This is the way that son John and Chloe celebrate, by lighting candles and telling stories that make hearts sing. And I enjoy this day very much because I get presents. And then when holiday name of Christmas comes around, I get even more presents, what the heck? So, point of story is to say, there are all kinds of holidays, uh, with all kinds of traditions. Don't need to rush the heck out of them, just take it easy or you'll miss it, bud. Don't want famous monsters, like Fred's cougar showing up, uh, to tell jokes at your Christmas party. Gotta say, get the heck out of here, Fred, go scare someone else's dream. I know you are a stand-up comedian looking for jobs, but there's a Christmas, not Halloween's, and now go tell your jokes somewhere else. Today's story is an important tale about what happens when these holidays start bumping into each other in a way that is too dang fast. Thank you to our guest, Stephen Winter, who has a new podcast show name of Adventures in New America. He will prove love is real for holiday buds with important tingler pounded in the butt by the unexpectedly early arrival of Christmas decorations. So listen up, buckaroos, because it's about to get merry. Okay, this story is called Pounded in the Butt by the Unexpectedly Early Arrival of Christmas Decorations <laughs> by Chuck Tingle. <laughs> if there's one thing I like to do, it's celebrate. Life is full of good days and bad, but most of the time, we're just cruising along and letting the wave of perfectly average, eventless time wash over us. This is part of the human condition, but I'll be damned if I'm not going to try to break it up a bit. Any excuse for revelry is fine with me, whether it's a birthday party, Halloween, or Christmas. Even the more obscure holidays, like, like Arbor Day, see me heading out with gloves and a shovel to plant trees wherever I can. It's this spirit that has me excited for Thanksgiving. Now that Halloween has ended, I can start getting organized for the impending family gathering that's just around the corner. I head into the grocery store with my head held high, making a sharp left turn and finding myself immediately greeted with a slew of large pumpkins in a variety of colors and shapes. My jack-o'-lanterns have done their job but are now sufficiently rotted meaning that I'll need a brand new collection of gourds for my Thanksgiving festivities. Excuse me, I call out to one of the employees passing by. Is there a limit to how many pumpkins you can buy? I'm sure these are hot sellers right now. The employee narrows his eyes in confusion as he approaches. There's no limit, why would there be a limit? Well, Thanksgiving is going to be here in a few weeks, I remind him. I'm chuckling at the absurdity of this man's question. You must be the only place that still has pumpkins and decorative cornucopias. And <laughs> Don't even get me started on the turkeys. <laughs> the employee seems to find this entire conversation quite amusing. Actually, after Halloween, our pumpkins are normally much cheaper. The buyers fall off pretty quick. What about Thanksgiving, I question. Pumpkins are a hallmark of the holiday. The employee shrugs. I guess most people don't really care. They're all getting ready for Christmas. I clutch my heart. 
as a surge of alarm courses through my body. Staggering back a bit, I struggle to collect myself. Every year, the mentions of a Christmas arrival get closer and closer to Thanksgiving until eventually they start pushing up against the edge of decency with Black Friday doorbusters at the crack of dawn. So far, Thanksgiving has managed to hold back the forces of Christmas, despite this massive holiday's substantial economic weight. But over the last few years, I've started to notice cracks in the foundation. Slight hints that the holiday season was about to crash right through and gobble up everything in its path. That may have already just happened. Are people really getting ready for Christmas already? I asked the employee, my voice shaking. (laughs) But Halloween was just a few days ago. The employee nods. Yeah, the decorations are already flying off the shelves. If you want some, they're over in aisle six. That's my, um, what do they call it? Vocal fry fry guy. Is that all right? Is that good? Okay. That's what they mean, right? All right. Yeah, the decorations are already flying off the shelves. If you want some, they're over in aisle six. He's white. With that, the smiling man turns and strolls away, leaving me in stunned silence. I'm still not entirely sure if he's being honest with me or if this whole thing is just a very distasteful practical joke at my expense. I suppose there's only one way to find out. I leave the pumpkins and begin to make my way slowly towards aisle six, my heart slamming hard in my chest as I make my approach. From where I stand, I can vaguely make out the glow of twinkling lights across the linoleum floor before this distant aisle, and the sight causes my breath to catch in my throat. Could this all be my imagination? From here, it's hard to tell. Suddenly, a woman of a shopping cart rounds the corner before me and causes me to jump in alarm, not quite prepared for such a startling movement. <laughs> I chuckle to myself as the tension leaves my body. But as, I, as my eyes catch the red and green hues of wrapping paper within her cart, I find myself on edge yet again. Excuse me, I stammer <laughs> as the woman strolls past. Is that Christmas wrapping paper you got there? The woman doesn't hear me as she continues onward, my eyes lingering across the colorful papal cylinders in an effort to see if there's any trees or snowflakes printed within their repetitive patterns. (laughs) I don't see any, and a slight wave of relief washes over me. (laughs) Those could easily be for a birthday party or some other gift-giving event. Maybe someone just graduated, or maybe it's her wedding anniversary. (laughs) I summon a little more courage and then continue onward, forcing myself to resume this investigation despite my reservations. (laughs) When I finally reach the edge of aisle six, I hesitate for a minute, mentally preparing myself for whatever comes next. Then, round the corner, there before me is an entire two-sided stretch of nothing but Christmas decorations. Green plastic trees stacked tall and boxes of colorful or- ornaments. Well, it says ordainments. Is that a word? Is ordainments a word? Ordainment? It means, or- well, just ornaments. Boxes of colorful ornaments. 
lining the shelves. Lights of white, red, and green have been strung everywhere, flooding the hall of products with a luminous glow that would normally inspire good cheer and revelry, but instead burns deep into the depths of my soul. I stagger back, stumbling a bit as I reel from this haunting holiday display. This can't possibly be real. Fuck. Thanksgiving hasn't even happened yet. What day is it? I start to mumble to myself. What happened to Thanksgiving? A few of the customers stop what they're doing and glance over at me, alarmed by the sight of a man I know that I'm wild-eyed and belligerent at this moment, but there's good reason. What happened to Thanksgiving? I scream, glancing from one set of concerned eyes to the next. I suddenly find the oppressive glow of the Christmas aisle too much to bear. The heat overwhelming me as I stagger farther and farther away. Eventually, I turn and break out into a full-on sprint, dashing through the grocery store and into the parking lot. Surely, this is the only store in my neighborhood that's made this terrible mistake. <laughs> if I drive over to another location, then I'll probably find a Thanksgiving pumpkin sale without a single Christmas decoration in sight. So I jump in the car and I tear out of the parking lot and head directly toward the nearest rival grocery. Gorsier? What's a gorsier? Is that a word? It is now. All right. I jump in my car, I tear out of the parking lot and head directly towards the nearest rival gorsier. I think it's grosser. Grosser? Grosser? I go to the Kmart. That's good. I don't make it very far, however. The next thing I know, my eyes are darting from shop window to shop window, noticing now that most of them have already switched over for the season. Fake snow lines, the display of a pet store with a huge painting on the glass of the dog dressed up like a bright-nosed reindeer. The record store that I cruise by already has a huge presentation of Christmas albums out front. The large square covers laced with lights of green and red. They have LPs? It must be the 80s. It's a period piece. It's set in the 80s. All right. Yeah, well, it's Christmas. Well, LP. It was. <laughs> The extreme distress coursing through my system causes my body to suddenly begin shutting down. A wave of relaxation washing over me as I struggle to maintain control of my car. I fight to keep my eyes open as I pull over to the side of the road, my heart slamming so hard in my chest now that I think in my pop like a balloon right there. I sit upright and take in a huge gasp of air, <gasps> briefly forgetting where I am or how I got here. I know that I'm not in my own bed, and at first my surroundings seem strange and unfamiliar until I realize that I'm sitting in the driver's seat of my own car. Suddenly, it all comes flooding back to me. 
And while I'm still quite distressed by the early arrival of Christmas decorations, I'm much more thankful that I managed to pull my card over to the side of the road before fainting. <laughs> Gazing out the windshield, I can see nothing but empty city streets. The moon hanging high in the sky as it casts the late evening scene in a brilliant blue glow. I must have been out for quite a while. I reach down and turn my keys, trying to start the car, but quickly finding that the thing is dead. I try a few more times before giving up, realizing now that I sat here so long, I probably ran out of gas. Not knowing what else to do, I finally climb out of the car and begin my long walk home. I'll deal with this in the morning, because right now I'm utterly exhausted. Turns out, fainting isn't quite as restful as a good night's sleep. I wrap my coat tightly around me as I head out on my trek. Fortunately, I only live a few blocks away. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> Prices are good by the Kmart. You should go rent there. Uh, <laughs> But the night air is much colder than I would have expected, and they, uh, these are winter temperatures after all. I travel a good four blocks before I hear it. A faint singing off in the distance that immediately puts me on edge. At first, I'm not sure if my mind is playing tricks on me because <laughs> the longer I listen, the louder it seems to get. Christmas carols. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Strangely, as I continue onwards and the songs become louder, they start to make even less sense. While these traditional classics are likely being sung by a choir, the voices sound strange and surreal, as though they're melting together in an ever-changing pot of sound. It's honestly hard to tell if I'm listening to a recording or a live performance. And even the size of the choir itself is hard to pin down. To be honest, I'm not even sure if human beings are actually singing these haunted words of an early Christmas arrival at all. Soon enough, I round the corner to find the truly shocking answer for all of my questions. The street here is completely lit by a single source, an enormous floating Christmas ornament with multiple string light appendages erupting from around his round body. Various Christmas paraphernalia floats around him in orbit as the man uses his glowing tentacles to decorate a nearby building, covering the storefront with Christmas cheer as he loudly hums carols to himself. What are you doing over there? I blurt without thinking. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. Hey! The physical manifestation of the unexpectedly early arrival of Christmas decorations stops immediately, turning towards me as he retracts the string lights into his body. He floats down the street gracefully, yeah, until he's hovering directly before me as an imposing figure, not just from his size, but due to the sheer overwhelming charisma and handsomeness. 
Okay, I haven't gotten this voice quite yet. We'll see what happens. They're coming out of his midsection in like, <laughs> as if it was like his small intestine, so but like it's lights. It's what? Is there like a dedicated I can't tell yet, but whatever it is, it's kind of turning me on. I'm Yulin. The swirling mass of Christmas decorations informs me, extending a hand from his round ornament body. I'm Joel, I tell him, giving the manifestation a firm handshake as the anxiety begins to melt away from my body. At least he's nice. <laughs> you don't like Christmas? Yulin questions. That's okay. No, 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 I reply, shaking my head from side to side. I love Christmas, actually. I love all the holidays. It's just... I trail off, not sure if I can muster the confidence to approach this head on. <laughs> the handsome mass of holiday paraphernalia raises his eyebrows, this slight expression coaxing me onward. <laughs> what is it? He questions. Well. <laughs> it's just too early. I cry out, frustrated. Thanksgiving hasn't even happened yet. Halloween just ended. Why are we skipping ahead to Christmas? Yulin smiles. I understand. But don't you think the world could use a little more Christmas love? I nod. The world could use a whole lot more love, actually. But there is, there's all kinds of love to be shared, not just Christmas love. The sentient concept looks a little confused by this. You know, like normal love, you know, daily love between like friends and family, I explain. You could appreciate the people around you on St. Paddy's Day or the 4th of July. I mean, hell, why not just a typical Tuesday afternoon? Yulin seems a little taken aback by this, as though he's never once considered the idea that there's more to life than starting Christmas as early as possible. I'm confused, the handsome mass of Christmas decorations finally admits. You're telling me that you've given gifts to the people you love at other points during the year? Just cause you felt like it? Sure, I confirm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a holiday reminding you to put in the effort, but good deeds aren't attached to a date on the calendar. And that's coming from someone who absolutely loves holidays. Yulin seems utterly fascinated now, his mind humming a mile a minute with a tornado of internal thoughts. Well, how many other kinds of love are there? He questions. <laughs> I consider his question a moment. It seems endless, I explain. Romantic love, physical love, 
physical love. <laughs> Yulin repeats back to me, a statement of acknowledgement more than a question. His words hang in the air between us for a moment, cranking up the tension once more, but for an entirely different reason. There's no question that this physically manifested holiday concept is incredibly attractive. Toned and muscular, despite his round construction, what I wasn't expecting, however, was this feeling of attraction to be mutual. The longer we linger here, however, the more I can tell that we're both on the exact same page. Yulin is eyeing me up hungrily, anxious to try out this new and exciting kind of love for a change. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a little holiday spirit, but it's also hard to beat a hot and heavy evening of primal physical connection. Oh, I think... Uh... I could hold off on the decorations a bit longer if you convince me this physical love is just as much fun. Explains Yulin, a heavy erotic weight in his tone. We exist in an aching standoff now. Both of us fully understanding what the other is saying, but not quite prepared to act on it. Thankfully, the sentient manifestation of the unexpectedly early arrival of Christmas decorations takes the reins, rushing forward and wrapping his arms around me as we, as we embrace right there and then in the middle of the sidewalk. Our lips meet in a flurry of passionate kisses, our hands exploring one another's bodies. Yulin's physique is incredible and I immediately get lost in my exploration of his abdominal topography. <laughs> Slowly, my hands begin to drift lower and lower, and as I watch in awe, an enormous cock slowly starts growing out from his shiny green and red body. <laughs> I wrap my hand tight around the handsome physical manifestation's girthy member, <laughs> smiling as a wave of pleasure washes over him. This is certainly not the Christmas cheer that he's used to. <laughs> but he's enjoying it all the same. The unexpectedly early arrival of Christmas decorations lets out a long groan as I begin to pump my hand slowly up and down his shaft, allowing him a moment to savor this incredible sensation as I work his cock. I reach down with my other hand to cradle the man's hanging balls, only adding to the pleasure, but even this is not enough. <laughs> Overwhelmed by desire, I drop down to my knees before the handsome sentient concept, opening my mouth wide and letting his enormous candy cane striped cock slip between my lips. I begin to orally pleasure him with equal parts skill and sloppy belligerence. <laughs> Pulling out every trick in the book to give this handsome manifestation the full treatment. At one point, I pop Yulin's cock out of my mouth and lick him gracefully from base to top, flicking my tongue across the head of his shaft a few times before dropping down to his hanging balls, which I swallow hungrily. <sighs> 
I sucked the handsome man's Christmas sack for a bit and then finally returned to his rod, this time with even more aching lust yes. than ever. Question. Yes, Question. yes, yes sir. <laughs> oh, do they? <laughs> Is his dick shaped? Uh, does it taste like peppermint? <laughs> I'm getting to that. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> the next thing I know, I'm opening wide and swallowing his girthy member, the giant cock plummeting deeper and deeper into my depths. I relax as much as possible and somehow allow the unexpectedly early arrival of Christmas decorations well past the limits of my gag reflex. His dick finally coming to rest at the hilt while my face presses up hard against his perfect chisel abs. I hold here in this position for a good while, completely overwhelmed with desire as Yulin places his hands against the back of my head and takes control. I'm fully impaled across his shaft, the man's cock planted deep within my neck and cutting off my air supply. <laughs> Still, I'm loving every second of this, giving myself over to him and allowing the handsome holiday concept to use me as he sees fit. Yes! We are still in the middle of the driveway. I've, oh, the car is right there. I only walked a few feet. This is still just happening. I'm rock hard now, and I reach down to beat myself off while I remain in this compromised position, swiftly unbuckling my belt and then plunging my hand within. Eventually, however, I run out of air pulling back of a frantic gasp and an eruption of saliva. <gasps> you know how it is. You know how it, you know how it is. Brian may not know how it is, but you gotta like, even no matter what's going on, you gotta like make them think that it's like, uh, uh, you know, you gotta like, it's choking you, it's choking you. It's like, the writing is good enough that I'm totally having it in my mind. Okay, good. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eventually, however, I run out of air, pulling back of a frantic gasp and an eruption of saliva. <gasps> I gaze up at him with holiday wonder, excited to push even farther into this hardcore fantasy and prove once and for all that love is a year-round activity. Aching with gay lust, I spin around and pull off my pants and underwear entirely, tossing them to the side as I assume the doggy-style position. I pop my bare ass out towards the handsome concepts, wiggling my toned rump back and forth seductively and slapping my cheek with playful enthusiasm. Come fuck me like he just fucked over Thanksgiving. I tell him. <laughs> Yulin hesitates, his expression changing. Come on now, he counters. Just because I want to get things rolling a little earlier doesn't mean I'm fucking over the other holidays. I sit back up, turning towards him. Where does it end, though? Are people going to just start skipping Halloween, then? Wouldn't that be grand? All that Yuletide love could be all year round. The handsome, unexpectedly early arrival of Christmas decorations blurts. 
I shake my head. Don't you see? The fact that Christmas only comes once a year is exactly what makes it special. Let it be rare. Let it have a place in time. Yulin lets out a long sigh. I guess you're right. Now pound the fuck out of my gay tight ass. I continue. The sentient concept doesn't have to be told twice. Climbing down into position behind me and aligning his utterly enormous candy cane cock with my tightly puckered back door. This handsome man teases the rim of my anal seal for a moment and then finally has mercy, thrusting forward and impaling me across his exceptional length. A startled yelp escapes my lips. Well, I'd had no problem taking a sweet member between my lips and down my throat. Up the butt is an entirely different story. Never before have I attempted an insertion this massive. But as I close my eyes and focus on relaxing, a beautiful calm begins to wash over me. Fuck me. I groan as the unexpectedly early arrival of Christmas decorations begins to pump slowly in and out of my body, taking his time and allowing me to adjust to his size. Yulin is a caring lover, and his sensual movements allow the discomfort lurking deep within to slowly melt away. Soon enough, these sensations are replaced by a simmering erotic pleasure, a warmth that gradually begins to make its way out from the pit of my stomach and down my arms and legs. <gasps> that feels so good. I begin to groan, reaching down between my legs and grabbing a hold of my hanging dick. As Yulin falls into a confident rhythm with me, I find an equal pace with my hand, pumping my grip faster and faster across the length of my rod. Now, the sensations of pleasure are blossoming from two distinct locations. The movements of my body, the movements of my body creating an expertly performed polyrhythm while the traditional ache of orgasm grows at the base of my shaft. Another flourishing prostate orgasm is already working its magic within me. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. I begin to whimper over and over again, the words just falling out of my mouth and blissed out repetition as the handsome holiday concept continues to slam away at me. With every passing round, these words grow in volume, escalating to a mighty scream that echoes out down these darkened streets around us. Remember, we're outside. <laughs> just like that! Keep pounding me! Just like that! <laughs> Yulin does as he's told, keeping his anal angle the same as his movements grow faster and faster. It's not long before we fall into confident rhythm together, our bodies pulsing in perfect harmony as the sensations of pleasure grow into an overwhelming cacophony of emotion and sensation. Fuck me! I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. 
the unexpectedly early arrival of Christmas decorations is slamming into my butthole of everything he's got now. Our bodies trembling wildly as we hurtle towards the edge of a powerful orgasm. <sighs> Suddenly, the sensations within me have a powerful surge, overwhelming every nerve of my body as I topple over the edge of a mighty orgasm. I grit my teeth through them before letting the sound evolve into a wild shriek as I throw my head back and allow the muscle spasms to overwhelm me. I'm coming! White jizz erupting hard from the head of my shaft and splattering out across the sidewalk below in beautiful pearly patterns. You ain't done yet. We still got two more pages. You gotta listen to all this shit. <laughs> when I finally finish unloading, Yulin pulls out of me. The handsome floating ornament raises himself up a bit as I turn around on my knees. I gaze into the eyes of this handsome, manifested concept with come-hungry lust. Give me that jizz, I demand. Blow your Christmas load all over my fucking face. <laughs> While Yulin beats himself off, I reach up and cradle his hanging balls, the slight act of erotic care, finally pushing him over the edge. The next thing I know, the living embodiment of the unexpectedly early arrival of Christmas decorations is blasting several milky ropes of spunk across my waiting grin. I open my mouth wide and catch as much of the handsome man's falling seed as I can, swallowing hungry, and then going back for seconds. Ah, you taste delicious, I blurt as I continue to consume his load, most of the cum falling between my lips with the rest of it gleezing my cheeks and chin beautifully, like cinnamon and sugar, like Christmas. The spunk continues to rain down onto me until eventually Yulin is completely spent, staggering back as well he should as he struggles to collect himself. This is good pussy. This is. <laughs> I stand up, the heart still racing as I catch my breath. I'm still reeling from this encounter, but one thing's for sure. I feel more satisfied than I have in a very, very long time. No lie. See, I finally tell the sentient holiday concept. There's plenty of love in the world, even before the Christmas season starts, and there's gonna be plenty of love after it's over. A lone car cruising by suddenly rolls down its windows, and the driver calls out to us, Mary! 
Christmas, they holler, honking twice, and waving excitedly. Yulin and me wave back as I let out a long sigh. Not quite sure how this affects the point I was just trying to make. See, people still like me regardless. The unexpectedly early arrival of Christmas decorations counters. I nod, realizing that he has a point. Even though I find this early arrival to be quite irritating, some people seem just fine with it. Maybe it's the fact that Thanksgiving's getting swept under the rug that bothers me. Or, or maybe it's the threat of this holiday spirit creeping farther and farther across my calendar until the entire thing is covered in Christmas cheer. Maybe it's just the stark, unbridled consumerism that grinds my gears. Regardless, it's not really my business if other people want to decorate early. They've got just as much a right to do it as I have a right to tell them it drives me nuts. I let out a long sigh. Oh, well, maybe there's a middle ground. I finally admit, that's a pretty good answer to most things. Understanding. Compromise. Eulen agrees. Well, can you maybe just, I don't know, hold off until after Thanksgiving at least? I beg. After that, go nuts. The unexpectedly early arrival of Christmas decorations shrugs and then nods affirmative. Why not? He replies with a smile. Good. Well, until then. <laughs> What are you up to? Well, I'm still gonna put as much love out there into the world as I can, even if it's not Christmas love, the sentient concept explains. A grin slowly creeps its way across my face. Well, I know I can help you with that. <laughs> I said. Thank you. What an important tale of taking your time to enjoy each holiday as they come. I think this is an important message, but even more important is to enjoy each day as they come, because sometimes it can be easy to forget how important each moment on this timeline really is. Right now, if you have the power to make this timeline a better place uh, by proving love is real for someone else or, or even proving love is real to yourself, do not forget how special and important this power is. And it's all yours, bud. Thank you to True Buckaroo, Stephen Winter, for being a part of the big time show. Savor these moments, buds, and never forget that love is real. Pounded in the Butt by My Own Podcast is a Night Vale Presents production, written and hosted by Dr. Chuck Tingle. Our sound designer and composer is Vincent Cachione. Our producer is Christy Gressman. Our assistant producer is Adam Cecil. The theme song is Proving Love is Real by Caged Animals, which is now available to stream or purchase wherever you get your music. The show's logo was created by Chuck Tingle, and we owe a very special thank you to Joseph Fink. 
This episode was narrated by Stephen Winter, co-creator and star of the new Night Vale Presents show, Adventures in New America, a dystopian Afrofuturist buddy comedy set on the spooky streets of new New York City. You can get the book, pounded in the butt by the unexpectedly early arrival of Christmas decorations and many other classic tinglers on Amazon or at chucktingle.com. For more information, go to poundedinthebuttbymyownpodcast.com. Remember to subscribe wherever you like listening to podcasts. And thanks for listening. Adventures in New America is the first sci-fi, political satire, Afro-futuristic buddy comedy serialized for new Americans in a new and desperate time. Intrigued? Good. Find Adventures in New America wherever you listen to podcasts.